are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. For another episode of Real Talk, I'm Miss the War Machine. Today I'm gonna be talking about the government shutdown and give you my take on it and some of the stories and stuff that's coming out of the mainstream news. Like I said some of it's heart touching, pulling at your your leg and you know hot your heart, making you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. But most of this stuff is just BS. It's just bull crap, and I'm gonna tell you why. This shutdown, people, is a way for the government to try to save money. Now, if you've been following everything, if you're smart enough, and a lot of people ain't got the time to do it, or they don't want to have the time to do it. Before Christmas, I said this in early podcasts, I'm going to say this, before Christmas, this government had a continuing resolution. And if you don't know what a continuing resolution that is brief is also called a CR. You probably hear people saying that we have a CR, we have a CR. That's a continuing resolution. That was guaranteed the government to be funded from November to March. Now all of a sudden, this wall came up right after thing after Indigenous Day. Go ain't no Thanksgiving. And people start talking about we're gonna shut down the government. Now at first I'm gonna tell you. At first glance for me, I thought it was just bluffing. Like, y'all ain't gonna shut down the government over this, right? Shit, they did. Closer look and closer study, it showed that like this here, and I started digging that the government ain't got the money. This is a way for them to save money. Because believe me, if they did, they would went on and did this. And if you know anything about the government and how this government funds itself, they always raise their debt ceiling. Now, two years ago, I think two years or this year, they just raised their debt ceiling. Now, you ain't heard that that phrase from time to time. You ain't never heard that phrase, go look it up, debt ceiling. The government raises debt ceiling up to pay for its operation expenses, right? And, they, and what they do, they borrow money. Now, the economies of the world is, is kind of shaky right about now. Now, America's biggest creditor, China, is in what they call a recession over there. And the night, uh, and Saudi Arabia, the prince, they, we ain't on, on good terms with them right now. That's another creditor that America get money for. So now, where are you going to get the money? So somebody probably came up with this brilliant scheme and said, we're going to shut this government down over this border. Now, you in here to talk to folks, talking about it's people dying there and whatever. Both parties have been saying they need to build and strengthen the border for years. Hell, I even went, I even had a plan to say, hey, just, you know, drop down bunker busters right there because folks got tunnels. Don't you know it's many tunnels? They just found the tunnel, excuse me, less than right after the new year. Just found the tunnel. I mean, it, it was fully lit, ventilated. I mean, they found many tunnels where people were staying down and they had like little midship apartment type thing going. Underground, 
underneath the border. Now, I was watching a program on uh, gadgets, something like gadgets of the future, something like that, where they have a radar, right? You can got this radar thing to go across the ground to see if it has like any types of metal, a thing, not a handheld one, but it's like a machine that goes across when they're trying to find different pipes and certain folk they can't find and see with the naked eye. And it can go like probably like a hundred to three hundred feet. Now some of these tunnels be like two, three, four hundred feet underneath the border. Now you think all the technology that America has, they should have been found these these tunnels long time ago and got their ass right. All the money they spending. <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna continue. I digress. It goes on to this thing like this here, that America also has given money to these countries, uh, these folks for being these alleged caravans, and most of these folks are coming here, but America gave money, and I'm gonna break it down, they gave money to Mexico, they gave money to Venezuela, they gave money to Chile, they've got money to Costa Rica, they gave money to their Argentina, uh, Guatemala, all those places down in there. Panama, they've given money every year to these countries. And you would think, well, damn. Now, when the economy's going good, white folks go over there, take their kids there, whatever, stay. Why the hell you don't stay there? Why is it that you got to come here for? Because it's just like this here. They want the money. They don't want them. So they come here and in hopes to try to find some type of dream but the dream is a is a real is a the reality is a nightmare that's what i'm trying to say it's a nightmare but america give money every year whether good or bad president congress whatever it is in that country we give money taxpayers give money and now they folks are coming here begging beating down the door talking about they you know they need asylum they want to stay here so again, I don't, I don't have no, no dog in this hunt. I can care less because really, to be honest, you came over here as a replacement of black people, especially black men, and you thought you was better because the white man told you so and you're going to be above us a little bit. Now you started getting a little bit of, um, that's the old saying, your britches got gotten a little big. So now the white man don't need you no more. Or the white woman said so they're telling you to pack up and get the hell on up out of here. And everyone's saying, well, that's racist. Well, that is a form of racism. But you knew the dealing when you dealt with the colonizers. When you dealt with the devil. You made the deal with the devil. Now you got you to gotta, you know, keep your bargain. You got used. Go home. Stay where you need to be. And that's not just for the people at the border of right there California they go for all people come over here I hear people a lot of foreigners look down on people here saying you don't know what you did and I'm better than this and that there and I came from this country and that country and that guy okay well take your ass back especially people who are I mean who are dark go we'll go back why your ass ain't going back over there ah uh, yes war going on ah uh, it's political unrest uh, it's always something but your ass try to stay here. But the funny thing about it, though, white people try to get over there in your country. 
You don't believe me? To, to everyone who hears the sound of my voice, this is a homework assignment. If you got DirecTV, this would be even better. I want you to go to HGTV International. I want you to go also to, um, sometime it be on Discovery as well. But HGTV International always show, give you an insight on where white people get these all of a sudden great opportunities to go overseas. And most of them now, the show has pivoted from Latin America. Their asses now are over in Europe. Go and look at them. Now they're going over here to East Asia, Vietnam, Cambodia. They're going all over there. Uh, uh, Singapore. Taking their asses over there. They're doing a light version of colonization. And they call it, you know, they call, they call themselves expats. But watch this stuff. Me and my wife, we sit here and watch them. Look, they said, look at these motherfuckers right here. Man, the last show they did in Latin America, that shit clicked. They went straight to Europe. They've been all in Germany, France. Now they said, okay, we're going to go over here to what you call it. A couple years back, everybody was trying to run to Africa, but South Africa, but hey, since South Africa now doing whatever it is, and most of those countries over there, they ain't left Africa alone. So they figured, well, we'll go over to Asian countries. And they're over there, and then. The, 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 the scam, this is, and it, I call it a scam, people. The scam of it is they go over there talking about they're going to teach these people English. Oh, I'm an English teacher. These folks know more English than you and I. Hell, they speak it better than you and I to a point. How the hell are you going to teach them English? But they go over there. And they buy a little property. Ooh, I like the, 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 the uh, what's the word, uh, the authentic Asian experience. Give me a break with your condescending ass. But they go over there anyway. And they start demanding stuff. And they be like, no, 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 we don't have that. We don't do that. Oh, well, we just have to, have to have to do whatever. Form of colonization. Form of uh, gentrification. Because they figure, well, <laughs> Vietnam was off limits, remember? Shoot, when I was coming up, Vietnam was a bad thing. Vietnam... So you damn they got your damn head slapped off by people. Vietnam, boy, come up. Now everybody running their ass over to Vietnam. Laos. Cambodia. All over there, those little places right over there. Singapore. <laughs> Taiwan, they going back over there. They trying to get a footing somewhere where they don't have to be bothered. And most of these folks coming from Canada or whatever it is, but most of them, you know, I can't stand the weather. And whatnot. But again, I'm going back too far. But yeah, that's the homework assignment. Look at HGTV, Home House Hunters International. Look at it. Go ahead and look at it over there. I guarantee you, you'll see some you'll see some Asian country that is on the scene, or some European country. And you hear the people over there talking this nonsense. I got a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah. But back to this thing about this government shutdown and this continuing resolution. These people set up here and blew smoke in your ass and told you, hey, that 
it, this is how it's going to be. It's all about this border wall. It's not got nothing to do with the people. The folks ain't got no money. Their creditors told them, no, we're not giving you any money. You got money, use it. And I'm going to sit in here and say, well, we just going to sit this out until I, you know, we can conjure up a deal. But no one's not going to say that. But the, back to the, the stories of what I wanted to mention at the top of the show, and I said, here's all the heartfelt stories of people, you know, and, and the heartbreaking stories of, I got to go to the pawn shop and pawn my stuff, and that's the first time I have to ever go to a pawn shop, and I just, I broke my heart. I had to take my great aunt's old watch and pawn it so I could pay my rent. Bitch, shut up. Please. You don't say that when things are going good. Pawn shops making money, hand over fist in good times and bad. But you want to sit up here and make it seem like, oh, this, 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 that, when it's white people. Black folks go to that thing all the damn time. They pay, they, they live paycheck to paycheck. They wonder like, damn, if I'm gonna get this damn raise. I mean, real black people, I'm not talking about the ones who kiss uh, Mr. Charlie, Miss Ann's ass. I'm talking about the ones who be like, you know what? I gotta do this for my family. I gotta do this. <laughs> I gotta do this stuff. Those are the brothers and sisters I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You be like, man, how can I stretch a dollar and sixteen cent type thing? Those type of people. I'm not talking about these folks who him kiss ass and bent over backwards, and that ain't got got woke up, and now all of a sudden they want to cry. I'm talking about the brothers who going through like, man, I know what it is. And they know when they go to that pawn shop, yo, this month, this month and sit up here. I'm gonna cheat, try to dead beat me out of something, but I need this money. I need to get this money because these kids gotta eat. Don't give me no hassle. Give me what you're gonna pay me. I ain't gonna I'm not gonna fight. Let's do this and be done with it. Done. But those newbies who got waked up out of this damn thing, oh my gosh! I just, I, I just can't believe it. Oh my, oh, this, 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 oh, the tragedy. I want to work. I, I, I don't want to be like this. Because most of these folks got to work, force work. And, side note, the news, of a federal judge sided with President Trump that federal workers have to work for free. That's part of the National Defense Preservation Act of 1950. Go look it up. See, all this stuff right here, you already under a de facto state of emergency. You're being forced to work for free. Isn't it feel good to do that? Don't you love America? No, you love when you get paid. You don't give a damn about that patriotism. Patriotism go out the window when your pockets say empty. That's the same thing like all this stuff for this, all this, you know, we got to care and be helpful. It's funny when people got to be forced to be this way and when things are good, you, you don't be kind to no one. You don't even say hello to a person. Someone says hello, you look, hmm, he ain't talking to me. Now your ass ain't got no money. Walk by, hey, how you doing? Oh, hi, how you doing? How you doing? You good? Are you, are you feeling good? Can we talk a minute? Now you want to talk. <laughs> Just... A couple months ago, hell, I couldn't even get two sentences out your ass. Now you want to have a full-fledged conversation. Oh, I want somebody to hold me and let me know that it's going to get better. People, it's going to get worse before it get better. 
And I know people may say, well, Mr. Q, you're just mean spirit. No, I'm not mean spirit. I'm just true spirit. This is just reality. See, the things that most of these folks went through, you know, people, I get a little bit more insight in myself. I grew up in certain situations like that. I've been with the lights out many times in my home. I've been in a place where we didn't have running water. Yes, we didn't have running water for a minute. I know what it is to be to do homework by candlelight for a extended period of time. I'm not a no stranger to hard times. I adapt, move on, know what to do, keep it going. But when I see folks sit up here crying over stuff, I look at like, yo, you weren't crying when things was good. Someone else was helping you who really needed you. Look down, man, f you. Funk you. I ain't got to do nothing for you. Now, hey, you ain't getting paid. <laughs> I ain't going to get paid. Nope, you're not getting paid. Bring your ass to work for free. And now, you go pick. What's, hey, Frank. Hey. What happened to that cheerful Frank? Cheerful Frank is out because I didn't get paid. Well, that let me know that you really are not cheerful. Because if you really were cheerful, you do this with pay or without pay. It goes to show like this here, when things are going good, people, everybody is good when they got stuff going the way they want to. But when you get that thing, stuff don't work, lights ain't coming on, you ain't got gas money to put in your car. Hell, you ain't got to put, you don't have enough to put oil in your damn car. Your phone bill is due. Red man knocking on the door. Got it to pay. But you got to work for free. That shit ain't good, is it? That was said, the, the actions that this nation has taken is coming home to roost. And it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. So you keep believing that dumb shit about the border, the border, the border. You want to. You can be like this dumbasses on Fox and Friends this morning singing, God bless the USA. Shut the hell up with that crap. God is not with this country. He's only with a few people here like, you know what, you do, you do, you do. And people say, that's not true. Yes, it is. This country has done too much evil. Now stuff is coming down hard on you. You got the government sitting up here because they want to keep confidence in the dollar. That's why they slow and shut this government down. There's no more, no less than a parlor trick. All the rules and smoke screens and stuff they're trying to pull, only a real person can look through it. Only an idiot gonna sit up and get glassed over by the patriotism of this country. America must stand. Man, F this country. This country's finna collapse. They, they, they don't have the money. They got a ton of IOUs. They imprinted up so much money. The money is worthless. It's nothing but a form of IOUs. And they know it. And they scared. And they're trying to figure out how to buy time to come up with something. Oh, they, like I said, it's what, day 26 of this shutdown? Yeah, I think it's what, day 26, day 27? Something like that. I don't try to keep up because I'm not affected by that. Like I said, I sleep good at night. I know people say, oh, Miss Key, you talking big shit. No, I'm talking real. Because, again, I've been through a lot of stuff. I know what it is to be without. 
these folks that was on MSNBC from CNN, the One American News, all these folks crying and talking about what they had to go through. Same thing like the farmers last year, bitching the grief. I got to sell off my farm. I had to sell off my whole stock. Shit. <laughs> my, my, my family for a hundred and some odd years. You think I give a shit about your farm being in your family? No. You stole half of that from Africa, from uh, from black people. So what the hell? Now you crying because you're finna lose. I grew up with that calf. Man, how many times? Well, how old you is anyway? About 50 something years old, that damn calf, and had kids. So how the hell you know that's the same? <laughs> how do you know that's the same damn one? I mean, for real, people. If you sit here and listen to this nonsense, <laughs> you get pulled in, you get suckered in real quick. And there's nothing to do but just let it ride. And it's going to continue to ride. You see how they, the market's fluctuating. It's going up and down. One minute, it the, the market just dropped. And all of a sudden, it's shot back up. No, they are doing market manipulation to try to stabilize the market. And the market is saying, nah, this, we about to get rid of the bus. But it, 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 it kills me. And it, it's funny. And it is funny. And it's a ha-ha-ha funny when I sit here and I watch stuff on the nightly news when people get on there. I got to go to a soup line. You know how many people I've seen go to a soup line before? Good, hard-working people that, you know, and the soup line wasn't all pretty. Soup line was just all dusty and dirty and shit. You know how many folks that I know growing up that was one mispayment out on the street? And I seen my friends, some of my friends get put out when I was younger and nobody didn't help them. And we, you know, my mom would try to do her best it can or whatever. But, you know, hey, people look up and step over and all this shit. And you hear these folks crying about saying, you see these soup lines or these pantries and stuff, man, they all souped up and they look like they uh, what the hell? Whole Foods and shit. What you complaining about? Well, why are you worried? Huh? Because you working for free. You got to get up every morning and go to a spot that you got to work for something for nothing. Welcome to reality of most people. You don't like that? Then start treating people with respect. Start demanding that everyone work and pull their own weight. And stop co-signing foolishness stop co-signing dumb shit i remember when we had i had this argument with my uncle a long time ago about the minimum wage and he my uncle was a to me he's the best economist i knew because the dude knew how to do taxes and stuff and the dude knew about economics and he took up economics in college and he told me he said q let me tell you something and i said you know um, they need to raise the minimum wage because hell this this the minimum wage ain't no good he told me, he said, you know they don't, because whenever the country raises the minimum wage, they lose a dollar or something. He was explaining how the minimum wage keeps the GDP down. And it's also the reason why it's called a minimum wage or a minimum wage job, because they train you. He said, you start taking, demanding more money. He said, what? He said, let me tell you, let me ask you something. He said, well, what did you learn on your minimum wage job before you got there? I told him this, this, and that. He said, yeah. Now, he said, you think about it. If they had to pay you more, you think they will pay, they will give you training? No, they'll, they will give you the money, but then they'll fire you because 
they, you know, they got to keep their margin levels down. And it's funny when he said that, I said, damn, well, so we got into the thing about, well, what about the CEOs and stuff? He said, you know what? That's when I learned about, he said, the average CEO back in 1970, before 1970, made uh, less than a hundred and some odd thousand dollars a year. He said, for some reason, these corporations had the bright idea to pay these folks a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars an hour or more. That's why you see these CEOs making all this money where they can tear these companies down, walk away, get paid for it, but you and I, we F up a damn uh, something on the damn forklift, we get fired, they take our pay and send us out the door. That's stupid. But that's how this country is set up and this is how things was. And no one really forced it. No one really checked it. And when someone checked it, they got pushed to the side, oh man, you know, we have to pay this person this X amount of dollars in order to run this company. And you see companies get ran into the dirt. And then they walk away and they still get paid. Then you see how people are like, you know, hey, I wish I could be a CEO. I could tear down a company. Hell, matter of fact, the governor, current governor right now, this dude bragged about tearing down companies. Failures of companies. Open up multiple companies. And he's supposed to be a successful businessman. Now he's a damn as chief executive of California. Gavin, whatever the hell his name is over there. Dude bragged about it. Most of these folks don't know damn their left shoe from their right. But they just have they just knew the right people. And now the companies they tear it down. It's the same thing with this government is. These folks knew that this day was gonna come. They're gonna keep playing this stuff, keep doing the, the kick the can back and forth and see who gonna get caught with it. Play excuse me, playing hot potato and stuff. You it. Now the potato got caught, it's in the middle, nobody don't want to touch it. Because the bill is due, people. So, it ain't had nothing to do with this border thing. Don't get caught with that knee-jerking reaction of crying. Because <laughs> it, it was funny to me, I'm going to laugh. I don't know if people going to sit here and say, man, <laughs> Miss Q, he is a hateful ass. No, I'm not hateful, people. I'm just a real person that been through a lot of stuff and I know. I know a con when I see one, and you should too. And these folks sitting up with them, they never been to the pawn shop, welcome. Because there's a lot of people that go there every day that wish they didn't have to go there. There's a lot of people that have to pawn certain things that they wish they didn't have to do. Namely, most of them are black people because they didn't miss the check or miss the hour or they needed some money. And they didn't put no money where they ran out, emergency came out. So, you know, like I said, I've been through that myself. So when I see folks crying who white, special white folks, man, I, hey, I don't have no sympathy for you. Cause, hey, y'all almost got all the answers, right? Right. Y'all got all the answers. I hope y'all got the answer for this shit right here because, really, <laughs> y'all creditors are saying, no, we're not giving you anything. And it's funny, though, that, you know, hey, when you know we gave that money to Iran, all that money, you know, shit, y'all should have kept some of that goddamn money y'all probably need it right about now. And all these folks talking about the stimulus and stuff. I didn't see a stimulus. You know, did you get a stimulus check? At least with George W. Bush, you got a check. The span is all. I mean, I keep hearing that on the economic front of, we got a stimulus, Trump stimulus. I'm like, I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. You know, Trump stimulus, right? Hmm. 
Yep. Still putting your trust in Trump. Yeah, keep on doing it. But anyway, people, you know, that's just my take on this government shutdown. And as I said, to some, it's going to be very offensive. And I don't give a shit because that's exactly it need to be. It need to stick you. Because you've been some of these fools that's benefiting from a lot of this stuff. These handouts, corporate or otherwise. And you don't know how to function when shit happens. This is this is just a prelude of the second wave of what's going to come on down. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And a lot of people are going to be squirming. And they're going to be crying. It's going to be a lot, lot more super And some of these companies, sooner or later, they're going to stop doing it. Because, like, hey, I ain't... All the feel-good shit is out. I'm spending too much of my money. I need to stop thinking about me and my people. Not you. So, they go to show, hey, prepare. I've been telling you, it's time to prepare. This is a warning. This ain't no joke. And for all these folks hollering about this shutdown can end, yeah, it can end. But I just sat here and gave you a little tidbit of what it was. The government signed a continual resolution back in November to fund this government. This government should be open. They shut it down because of a, of a wall. Man, that that is something that is fishy. This ain't got nothing to do with border security. These countries again have received money for years from American government. From Mexico and all the way down to Brazil. They receive money. We paid them in the form of aid, uh, some type of uh, country blocks, all this stuff. We have done this. And you sit here, you, you go look it up. Well, you probably can't look it up because the government website, some of them are locked down. But if you can find some of the old uh, foreign aid package uh, information, go look it up. You know, you know, sweep them cobwebs out your head for a minute and get your mind out of the gutter and out of gossip and start learning and thinking about this stuff. We're giving those mugs millions of dollars. And I mean, I'm talking about one or two, ten. I'm talking about $100 million, $120 million, $130 million. Some we even gave them a billion dollars plus. No questions asked. And you look and you think, why in the hell... All these these countries are going through all this nonsense because we're giving this money through good time and bad time. We're giving it to good politicians in these in these countries, bad politicians, and we have not never demanded these countries to, to straighten up. And say, look, we're not going to give you any more money. We kept pumping money into these countries for what cheap labor. Now the jig is up. We don't want to be bothered. White folks up in here don't want to see your ass no more. We don't want to pay for your ass. We don't want no damn anchor babies. We don't want no wet foot dry foot. They don't want nothing. All that stuff was beneficial for a minute. Now, you see how it's going on in Brexit and with the EU. White folks are now mounting up like Voltron and saying, look, we don't need your ass no more. Get out. Stay out. Take the money we gave you. Get the hell on somewhere. And that's really the real deal. So when you hear these folks up here crying, the white people crying, and then a lot of them click on, to, I guarantee you tonight, Lester Hope to Homeboy on uh, ABC News are going to have somebody on that crying. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to pay for daycare. How I'm going to feed my... Dude, 
<laughs> you should have prepared. Nothing don't last forever, people. But again, like I said, when you sit here and you think and been told that this is going to last for a long time, hey, this, no, nah, bro, you need to prepare. Folks been telling you, but see, the folks been saying prepare, they've been laughed out of, out of Dodge, been called crazy, doomsdayers, and all this stuff. No, this ain't doomsday. This is common sense. You don't see this market going up and down, fool. You don't see this dollar jumping up one minute in value, then it just go down to zero, then it bounce back up tomorrow. That don't get get up underneath you. Something ain't right. Something your elevator don't go all the way to the top. It must stop halfway. Or you just don't believe in them. <laughs> I thought you figured it out. Come on now. So to all the people who are listening to this podcast, all the haters and people and all the butt hurt people gonna be crying and <laughs> he just Dude, you should have paid attention to the trends. And these trends been through George H.W., through Obama, to now. Especially black folks through Obama. Y'all asses should have been got y'all stuff together with, that, with the accident with Katrina. Black folks should have been having all kind of stuff prepared and all, all kind of secure uh, six months, seven months emergency packages. But you know what? The funny thing about it, though, a lot of us still ain't got that together. And we still believing in this thing, I'm going to tell you. You keep believing. I'm like, I'm leaving you with this. Like Jess said, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Everybody. You keep hoping. Hope is going to bring very, very, very painful disappointments. Well, that's all the time I have, people. I'm your man, Mr. Q. Thank you for joining me in the war room. This has been Real Talk. Come on back for another episode. Hey, keep your head up. Stay safe. Be vigilant. But hey, do your homework. Homework people, look at HGTV House Hunter International. And watch where these folks go. Just just watch a couple episodes. They must be going everywhere. And you be like, damn. That's effed up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm out. This was the war machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.